3: foreign language. Means. What are you saying? You said cinco. Cinco. 5? 1, those, 3, 4, cinco.
1: 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, 8, 9, 2. 1, 2, 3, three six, four, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10.
4: 11,
3: What's happening? (laughs) I could stay on brand for a few items. What do you got? Let's go. Sport it up, Sporto. All right, here. (laughs) What's up, (laughs) Sporto?
1: Lori writes with a fruitcake story. A fruitcake story. Mm -hmm. We don't get many of those. Did you mention fruitcake yesterday? No. I don't eat fruitcake. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because...
3: I brought one in. You brought in a fruitcake. And it just was inhaled.
4: I I (laughs) did not pick at that. I picked at the... uh, The popcorn and whatever
3: mints you brought in were fabulous. Harry and David, nice choice. Let's get some more of those tomorrow. My cousins have passed the same fruitcake back and forth for 27 years. Yes. This Christmas, John, retired fire captain in St. Paul, gave his brother the infamous fruitcake wrapped in rebar, encased in cement inside a beer cooler (laughs) with a drill that had broken, thrown in for good measure. This has to be a record of some kind. They have been really good at coming up with ways to pass this cake over the years. If only they could use their powers for good. <laughs>
1: Lori.
4: If only they invested all of that time in, you know, fixing the door frame or whatever. So
1: wait a minute, check this out. Yeah, you mean to tell me the fruit cake was wrapped in
3: rebar, which I find impossible. Rebar, I mean, you can't bend it very. He well. might be a metal
1: bender. He might be a. Uh, he might be a guy. A yeah, could be. Could be. And then on top of that. It was encased in concrete, did you say?
3: Uh, cement. Or cement. Well, it should be concrete. Cement is the agent that turns it into concrete. People often use the words incorrectly. They're two separate. Concrete. Yes. It, encased in concrete. Inside
1: a beer cooler. Inside a beer cooler. Man, that is work. Mm-hmm.
4: So so in other words, this the recipient of this year's 27-year... They, they have to top this now. But first, get at it. That's true. So he's got to hack away at it to get
1: out. keep adding to the cooler?
3: Well,
1: I don't know. I'm just cleaning off the spindle. I'm glad we do not have that here's tradition. What, here's what I love, too. That guy, that thought of that plan and put all that time and energy, I guarantee all of the other gifts he purchased, he yeah, spent a like fraction socks, of the time. It's some underwear, <laughs> right? T-shirts. I got you a necklace. I
3: remember a story on TV from years ago. I think it was Channel 5 News. Where people did this passing each other back and forth something, and it was in wrapped up in pants inside of tractor tires and what have you. I don't recall that, but that sounds like fun. Randy writes as a loyal GL GLer and beer show listener. I am nervous to report that I am also a Super Bowl volunteer. I'm not doing it for the NFL or even for the Vikings necessarily, but I do want to put a good spin on visitor experiences in Minneapolis. Do I get knocked down a peg or do I have to put myself in a headlock for this admission? Hmm. Randy, no, no. I I think he's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, you do what you want to, you know, let's just see what happens. You know, GLers will surprise you from, from what corners of life they come from.
1: All walks. That's what I meant. All the, all the walks. All the walks of life. All the walks. Because you never know. I'm a bit shocked by that. I thought you would rule differently.
3: Well, a guy a guy called, he's he's a beer show lister. Can That's, you afford to alienate any no, beer show listeners? No,
1: I cannot. I'm Uh-oh. not done with these. <laughs> you know. What? No, I shouldn't. No, you should.
3: Use your mental editing process. Come on. What are you gonna say? Well, come you on.
4: say that GLS come from all walks of life. That's right. And do you remember when we were at Ruth's Chris? When we had the. That's um, a long time. It was ago. a smoker. I think it was. Yep. It was a. It's the one where I ate Isn't two. Isn't that those. where we met Tommy Gallagher?
3: Yeah, first That's time? where we met the
4: late great Tom Gallagher in right. person. Right. So again, you're you're making my you're making my argument. Or, or I'm going to make right. your argument that all walks all walks of life. Of life. I ate two filet steaks that night from Ruth's Chris, <laughs> two of them. Yeah, and I was about four hundred pounds back then. Yeah, but at that at that party, I was I was pulled aside by someone, mm-hmm. a lady, and she was talking about garage logic. All
3: right.
4: Don't. She said, <laughs> which I was taken aback by. I was just I, I I wasn't ready for this. She said, garage logic has a very um sound. Swing
3: community, really? A swing community, as in dancing, like square dancing?
4: No, no. Even though there is a a, a large garage logic swing you dancing mean community. swingers? Yes. No. Come on. And I no. I was taken aback by. I said,
3: oh. I am I am currently taken aback. And this
4: is oh fifteen feet from Tom Gallagher, who thinks a swing community is country cloggers. Me too. You know, country I mean, cloggers,
3: as, as would I.
4: But then there was nothing. Was it,
3: she a?
0: No,
4: I don't even remember who it was. Big gal. I was just taken aback, and I said, "That's nice," and I didn't know <laughs>
3: how nice.
4: I, I didn't know what to. I said, "That's gr- you know, that's great." Uh, well, no, and I a said, minute. "Good luck, have fun."
1: Was this introduced in some form of invitation? No, no, there was no, no, no. Was none she uh, of, making was no, a move she,
4: on you? No, I don't. I, I, think she was just saying, you know, we have this, and I said, "Oh my god, oh my gosh." Well, well good that, luck. You know I have what? two stakes
3: over here. That rests our case. Uh, all walks of life. Twenty
4: feet from Tom Gaylor. That's what I'm saying. It's it's he would be the other end of the spectrum. I
1: think so. Yes. I think we need to discuss this matter further.
4: This was 20 years ago. I don't know what the so this current is status. is. Pre-internet.
3: Well, uh, I guess not. Pre-internet. No, it would have been. It's the show wasn't even that
4: old. Then. Late 90s, maybe. Yeah. Internet was. It, you know, there wasn't AOL. In yes. other
3: words, in other words, about the time we went on the air, we instantly made a rapport with the swingers community.
4: Yeah, how about that? Hear that, GL? How about Rookie as Meanie the Cat? What's going on? (laughs) Well, here comes Fred. I wonder if we (laughs) still. I wonder if we still. I, uh, you know,
1: I don't know. Maybe that should be a, I got an idea. Mm -hmm. State State Fair Fair 2018. show
4: up. Show up if you are on the crew. No. If no. you're on the crew, no. show up Rich for married I don't swingers wanna... forever. No. GL no.
2: swingers forever. It's
1: time to play <laughs> GL swingers forever.
3: We're not going to do that. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No. Hi. Mm. Got uh, it. The matter of a theme for 2018 mm-hmm. uh, remains at issue. It, it's still in the air. Okay. Uh,
4: we haven't decided yet. We got about a what. What's our window on this uh when do you well, get the Well, it took us a up?
3: while to come up with power washing, and then it suddenly dawned on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do agree that there should be a time limit. Uh, a show must have its theme before too much of the year passes us. Right. Let's say. Uh, Let's
1: swing. Twenty. Uh, <laughs> 20- <laughs> uh, get out there and swing. Angie already called. He said he's in. No. No. He's probably a member of the group. The original. He's the, the founding member. Uh, I need
3: a whole new mental picture, please. I can't so believe
1: you almost didn't come out with that information.
4: Well, it just reminded me when he said all walks of life, that popped into my head that, you know, we have all sorts of different people listening.
3: <laughs> well, and I'm more convinced than ever that a lot of what we call your lefties listen. Oh. Uh, yes well, I've heard anecdotal evidence yes I know that they do because yeah. I, but I they know can't some they that can't tell their neighbors they can't tell their friends no, no but it's a you know what it is a secret pleasure secret well again secret pleasure mm-hmm. <laughs> uh well let's address this theme problem when okay. at last we return okay.
0: Take that orchestra
3: down. Eric? Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. Good. Well, I just wanted to confirm you are huge in the swinging community. I've been a swinger uh, pretty much all my life. Uh, listen to you on a rope swing. If listen to you on a tire swing. If listen to you on a playground swing. Uh, you know, and others others to enjoy you while swinging. Thank you very much. Have uh, Good luck. The only can kind of swing. Life is dangerous. Uh, loyal podcaster listener Jeff from Hancock, Minnesota, writes. Okay. I just finished yesterday's show, and I don't think you came to a final answer, so I thought I would resubmit my suggestions below for mid-November, meaning a theme for 2018. Okay. Uh, Don't ask me, and where are we headed? It would be helpful if you could list the past year's themes for our reference so we can wrap our minds around the history of the theme. Uh, On point, checked out close enough. Uh, We've only had three years of themes. Right.
4: 15, 16, and 17.
3: On November 17, 2017, uh, Jeff wrote, we're getting close enough to the end of 2017 that we really need to be thinking about a theme for next year, so I thought I'd make some suggestions. Since it seems like you uh, have had used this phrase a dozen times in each of the broadcasts this week, and it strikes me as a potential show theme for next year, 2018, where are we headed? I like that. Where are we headed? Along the same line, I think 2018, don't ask me, might be another good option. Well, don't ask me, I was using that specifically in reference to the president. Yeah, that was, what do you think of uh, uh, our current president, President Trump? Don't ask me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the I think the theme issue is alive. I don't think we have a theme yet. What, the one you came up with yesterday? Let's just let it happen? Let's just let it happen. And I-, I
4: meant to say, let's just let it happen. Let's find out what the theme is is, is going to be. What sticks? Let's just let it happen. Where are we Instead headed? Let's it. just
3: let it happen. Uh, we have used on point, checked out, close enough. We can't go back to, uh, close enough isn't good enough. Yeah, uh, you can't. We have but... to rebound this yeah, year. Yeah, no repeats. We have to rebound this year. <laughs> Well, it's I'm I'm gonna it is it's up in the air. We're not going to do anything with it. It's so cold. How cold cold is it? That news gatherers are having a field day, coming up with ever more hysterical terms to describe it. (laughs) That's that's not a joke. Bomb cyclone is about to make your life a frozen hell. Bomb Cyclone. What's
1: Bomb Cyclone? Uh, It's a winter hurricane. Okay. It's also on the new Taco Bell dollar menu. What do you got? (laughs) It's going to be an
3: all-day event. AccuWeather senior meteorologist Rob Miller said of an impending Arctic blast, which will bring six inches of snow. The National Weather Service put out a winter storm warning in effect Wednesday morning for New York City, Nassau County, and parts of Connecticut, extending into Long Island and the Jersey Shore. Ooh. A bomb cyclone! Bomb cyclone. Uh, trains and bus lines will be affected by the blustery weather. Commute should be difficult. People are going to want to check ahead. It's not going to be pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> well, the city is set to warm up. Uh, to uh, 28 degrees, the wintry blast will cause temps to plummet Friday to a high of only 17. I got news for these people. We're used to that here. It's nothing. Uh, The National Weather Service tweeted Wednesday that snow, ice, strong winds, and flooding along coastal areas will slam most of the East Coast, from parts of Florida all the way to New England. Ryan Mao of Weather US tweeted that meteorologists will be watching the bomb off the New England coast. <laughs> the cyclone bomb. It will be massive. It will fill up the entire Western Atlantic off the US coast, Mao tweeted. Pressure as low as Sandy and hurricane winds. Okay. Why are they trying to? Why are they using such scare tactics? Because that's what the news gathering business is in business to do Hmm. absolutely terrify you. Otherwise, they have no reason to exist. Uh, And then here's CNN the coolest cold weather terms to memorize this winter. How come it's fun and frivolity if it's cold weather? Uh, Because uh, when it's warm weather, that's when they follow the, the rules of their template, and we're all going to die because of mm. man-made mm-hmm. climate change. But when it's cold, it's just cold weather. It's they don't care. It's, yeah. it's fun. Hey, it's fun. It's cold.
4: I don't know. And I don't know who decides at what temperature they they start to complain about it. It's
3: so annoying. they have the terms bomb cyclone, snow eater, you snow eater. Do you do? Oh, the snow eater's coming. That's also known as a Chinook. Hmm. Uh, frost. hoar frost, h o a r. That's right. Uh, hoar frost is the heavy frost you see lining plants, trees, and other things when the air is below freezing and the atmosphere is moist. It's basically bulky frozen dew. Fun fact, yeah, let's hear the fun fact. Hoar is an old English word, h o a r. Uh, describing old or aged-looking things, so hoarfrost make things look old by covering them in white hair. Huh. Arctic oh. blast. Yeah,
1: I also think hoarfrost was the original member of the GL swinging community. <laughs> I believe. I believe so. I'd have to look into the red <laughs> yeah. We got to check and see who uh,
3: on the uh, the big booklet. Arctic blast. That's just a strong cold front. Okay, but see, strong gold front doesn't doesn't terrify
1: you the way Arctic blast. Do the Vikings still do that? Where they all jump on the sleds? No, wasn't I, that the I name of the that, Arctic uh, blast? What, I think they... that
3: ship has passed. Oh, we don't it? do that No, anymore? I think they still do that up oh, no. at Malax. The really? Vikings have a snowmobile party. Did don't you think? ever
1: participate when you oh, covered God, the squad?
3: No, <laughs> no. Polar vortex. Well, we've had those here. What's this? This is from uh, uh, all over the country. New England braces for bomb cyclone. The B- Bomb cyclone. Uh, dangerous. Florida. We're snowing in Tallahassee. Uh-oh. Savannah, Georgia. Mayor Eddie Deloach. Hey. Urge residents to keep off the roads. The Storm Prediction Center announced the unusual warning for heavy freezing rain for the coast of South Carolina today. The streets will be slick, Eddie said, as the storm closed in. We could have some serious issues for folks who aren't used to driving in this kind of weather. So his solution is just to completely stay off the roads. Yeah, just be an adult child and just hunker down. <laughs> uh, it
4: Looks like 2016 was the last Arctic last that
3: i can see here well listen to this along the east coast the bomb cyclone formed by a process known as bombogenesis (laughs) was expected to intensify off new england tomorrow and could generate blizzard conditions from connecticut to maine and wind on cape cod from 50 to 60 miles an hour wow look out for it what's it called again Bomb cyclone, uh, formed by a process known as bombogenesis. Bombogenesis. Be on the lookout. Storms that undergo bombogenesis are among the most violent weather systems that affect a broad area. Bone-chilling temperatures, ferocious winds. Baltimore and Washington will be left unscathed. Where's our guy Frankie McDonald and that stuff? Yeah, where is Frankie? He kind of fell off the face. He Look got a little taste there. of success. No, he of...
1: had a, a video recently. Really? I posted it to the GL page. I didn't is see it. John
3: Height ready? Uh, gotta get, we have to cover a lot of news today, okay. so let's go. Commencing Garage Logic segment number
0: three.
2: John Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 5 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Nice. touch Woodbury, A couple of ex-Vikings are finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Receiver Randy Moss and guard Steve Hutchinson making the cut in their first year of eligibility. There are 15 modern-era finalists uh, led by Ray Lewis and Brian Urlacher. They're joined by a host of others. The Seniors Committee has nominated guard Jerry Kramer, linebacker Robert Brazil. Voting by the Hall of Fame selectors will be February 3rd here in Minneapolis. Inductions will be in August at the Canton, Ohio location of the Hall of Fame. Wolves in action tonight. They're on the road where they will face the Nets. And the Gophers with Big Ten action tonight. They play Illinois at Williams Arena. What time is that, John? Uh, that gets under, I believe, at 7.30. Is
3: that a televised game, I wonder? Let me look. It must be. back Fact-based. Uh, Who are they playing? Illinois, 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8 o'clock. Big 10 Network. 8 o'clock, pardon me. Big 10 Network. 8 o'clock.
2: Mm-hmm. News notes from today. Sorry, John, I had to figure out who you were talking about. Oh, I see. Some breaking news this afternoon from our buddy and sometime fill-in host, Tom Hauser, down at 5 Eyewitness News. State Senator Michelle Fishbach says she will decline the lieutenant governor's salary while she continues to serve as a senator. Fishbach became lieutenant governor today when former lieutenant governor Tina Smith was sworn in to replace <coughs> Al Franken. The Minnesota lieutenant governor's salary that she is declining is $77,896. A state senator makes $31,140. Uh, Fishbach said, I'm confident I'll be able to handle duties as both senator and acting lieutenant governor through the remaining months of Governor Dayton's term. Dayton leaves office one year from this month. He's not running for re-election. Senate DFL leader Tom Bach has said he doubts it'll be legal for Fishbach to hold both jobs at one time due to the separation of powers issues. She says Senate legal counsel says an 1898 Minnesota Supreme Court decision does allow it. A legal challenge is expected from Democrats. A Minnesota man died in an avalanche while he was snowmobiling about 19 miles north of West Yellowstone in Montana. Glatton County officials say 40-year-old Waylon Winderman of Pine City, Minnesota, caught in the avalanche late yesterday afternoon. On the west side of Sage Peak in the southern Madison Range, the Gallatin National Forest Avalanche Center says Wiedemann triggered the slide, was buried under three feet of snow. Oh. Fellow riders dug him out in 12 to 15 minutes, but he died at the scene. The mountains around West Yellowstone got two to four feet of snow late last week. Wait a minute. So if they, if they dug him out within 15 minutes, he didn't, did he freeze to death or was he killed
3: would, by the... I uh, think
2: he couldn't breathe would be my guess. The pressure, the suffocation wow. Yeah, Wow. Former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon calling the 2016 Trump Tower meeting between Trump campaign officials and a Russian lawyer that was offering damaging information about Hillary Clinton treasonous, according to a new book obtained by The Guardian. The book Fire and Fury Inside the Trump White House by Michael Wolff is based on hundreds of interviews, including ones with President Trump and his inner circle, including Bannon. A Bannon addressing the June 2016 Trump Tower meeting between Donald Trump Jr., then campaign chairman Paul Manafort, Jared Kushner, and Russian operatives that was arranged when Trump Jr. agreed to meet a Russian government attorney after getting the email offering a very high-level and sensitive information that they said would incriminate Clinton. The three senior guys at the campaign, Bannon said, thought it was a good idea to meet with a foreign government inside Trump Tower in the conference room on the 25th floor with no lawyers, didn't have any lawyers, Bannon continued. Even if you thought that this was not treasonous or unpatriotic or bad bleep, and I happen to think it's all of that, you should have called the FBI immediately. Bannon also reportedly told the author they're going to crack Don Jr. like an egg on national TV. The White House originally had no statement, but then about an hour ago, a statement from the office of the president said, among other things, quote, Steve Bannon has nothing to do with me or my presidency. When he was fired, he not only lost his job, he lost his mind. Steve was a staffer who worked for me after I had. Sounds like uh,
3: the North Korean uh, Kim Jong un. (laughs) I got a bigger nuclear button than you do.
2: (laughs) Steve was a staffer who worked for me after I had already won the nomination by defeating 17 candidates, often described as the most talented field ever assembled in the Republican Party. End of the uh, Donald Trump statement. Chairman of a company that publishes six newspapers in Alabama has been accused of assaulting female employees by spanking them. When he was a newsroom executive decades ago in reports published in Alabama news outlets, at least three women say H. Brett Ayers, who became a nationally known voice of Southern liberalism during his tenure as editor and publisher at the Anniston Star, assaulted them in the mid 70s. Once using a metal ruler, the women and other former newsroom employees said Ayers had a reputation of spanking women. Ayers is now 82 years old and chairman of Consolidated Publishing Company. He issued a statement saying, quote, I did some things I regret when I was a very young man with more authority than judgment. An online publication, Alabama political reporter first reported the allegations of former Star employee Veronica Pike Kennedy. The Star later published its own account quoting Kennedy and two other women. Who got spanked? Reporters? Uh, yes, employees. That's hard to believe.
4: I'm picturing him. with. I mean, it's not uh, hard to the...
3: believe, but it's just...
4: What's your What's your thing there, huh? What's your tool that you have in there? The, the, pike, the metal uh, thing, pica?
3: pike pike pole. Yeah. yeah. So Did you walk it? in the
4: newsroom with the pike pole and and tap them on the that's rear just end? Just a metal
2: ruler. Yeah. I,
4: I have, have no m- idea.
2: In one incident, uh, Kennedy, not that
4: that's okay, but I'm just I'm trying to picture how you would spank uh, someone in a newsroom. Uh, she was in
2: a. Uh, she described one thing. As uh we kind of got a theme going today, We really don't don't we? We do today. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, a, it's kind of swingers, I guess. One I'll of we'll our uh, I, very strange one of our
4: listeners. Let's see who that is. Um, we have a
3: spanking community that listens to us. Uh-huh.
4: Well, uh, who was it? Um Just Reavers, go- can you or one of the boys advise when Mr. Holcomb will be releasing his drawing of the GL Swingers Club? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the state fair
2: time. Uh, Kennedy and wit- uh, witnesses said that uh, on one occasion uh, she jokingly asked who had written one of the columns he wrote. And he went, oh, are you being a bad girl? You know what I do to bad girls? I spanked them, pulled her out of her chair, and whipped her with the metal ruler. Oh, he did hit her with oh, the of pull. Yep.
3: I'll be damned. <laughs>
2: A passenger on a delayed Ryanair flight from London who apparently got fed up waiting to get off the plane after it landed in the southern Spanish city of Malaga surprised fellow passengers by using the emergency exit to jump onto the wing. The incident on New Year's Day took place 30 minutes after the flight from Stansted Airport landed. The man who's not been named but is said to be a non-Spanish citizen was coaxed back into the plane. while well, police were called. Fellow passenger Fernando del Valle Villalobos, who had videotaped the incident, said he heard the man say... He was tired of waiting. He said the passengers were standing in the aisle waiting to get off the plane when the man very calmly asked permission to get past, opened the emergency exit, looked out, saw the wing, went back for his backpack. Later, he said the captain came out and asked the man why he had done it and why said he heard the man say that he was sick of waiting. Police said Wednesday they've opened a complaint against the man for breaching security. Ryanair said the incident was now in the hands of Spanish authorities. Back in 1995, rapper Coolio took the music from a Stevie Wonder song called Pastime Paradise, put different lyrics to it, and renamed it Gangsta's Paradise. It was isn't a big that, hit. Isn't that called Theft? Well, he, he credited Wonder oh. on the writing credits. Uh, we remember that gigantic hit. Well, there it is, as a matter of fact. Way to go, Rook. Well, on Jeopardy this week, contestant Nick Spiker answered a question involving the song, but he answered Gangsters paradise oh it's
1: ah uh, oh, well,
2: well Alex was confused for back he initially he awarded the sixteen hundred dollars to Spiker but later during the game he said they had to take the money away Spiker oh. Spiker did did end up winning on its website Jeopardy explained how its team came to the decision saying uh, when you look it up in the dictionary the Oxford English Dictionary gangsta and gangster have different definitions it's come to that
3: yeah. that the only place in America where words
2: have meaning now, is on the Jeopardy, on Jeopardy yeah. yeah, They said uh, Nick changed not only the song's title, but also its meaning, making his response incorrect. It does say gangsta. Thank
3: you. I,
4: that's
3: enough. Do we have weather coming up? We do. David Wallace doll. Is it going to be a
4: bomb cyclone? we are going to have to ask him about that.
3: stop him. He'll just make a move.
0: Joe Souchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to five degrees, heading for a high of about six above today. We have uh, fairly light winds, but it's still creating wind chills around 15 to 20 degrees below zero, and I think that trend is going to continue through this afternoon into this evening. Right now, it appears as though the uh, temperatures will drop all the way down to 10 below tonight, 15 to 20 below wind chills, our current wind chill is at 12 degrees below zero. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and still cold, high of three above, wind chills of 15 to 20 below, west winds, west and northwest winds at about five to 10. And then partly cloudy tomorrow night, down to 12 degrees below zero. But then the warm up begins. Sunny and cold on Friday, but still up to four above. Then 15 on Saturday, with some light snow developing late. And that light snow continues into Sunday. Could be some measurable snow, a couple of inches, not out of the question. Sunday's high up to 26. And then it begins to cool down next week again. Flurries and turning colder, 21 on Monday, down to 16 for the high on Tuesday. But temperatures staying in the teens probably much of next week. So cold, relatively speaking, not that cold compared to what we've had. So mostly clear tonight, Joe, all the way down to 10 below. Right now we're at 5 above.
3: All right, thank you. Let's go to North Carolina for a weather update. Is it Kelly? Yes. Go ahead, sir. So, yeah, I'm originally from Hibbing, but down here... uh... 34 degrees, it's starting to rain, and they're freaking out down here. What town are you in? I'm in Jacksonville, North Carolina, by Camp Lejeune. All right. And uh, the Walmart had every line open. (laughs) People are laying in supplies, are they? Yep, it's going off the shelves like crazy. What do they fear, freezing rain? Freezing rain and snow on top of it. But not the bomb cyclone or cyclone bomb? Nope. Well, well hang hang in there, Kelly. Yep, you yeah, have a good one, Joe. Right. <laughs>
4: Minnesotans town there must just be laughing at those people going. It's not Armageddon.
3: <laughs> did uh, did either of you or both of you uh, take note of the introduction of the new mayors of the Twin Cities? I watched a little bit. Uh, Jacob Fry, Minneapolis. Melvin Carter in St. Paul. I didn't see
4: uh, the Minneapolis mayors, but I did uh, catch uh, There's the only Melvin one Carter. mayor, Clem.
1: Minneapolis mayors. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis mayors. Uh, I, I watched a possessive. clip of the Minneapolis mayor uh, doing the garbage route. I'm really struggling with that.
3: Uh, if you're unfamiliar with what I'm referring to, uh, Jacob Fry uh, took a shift on a garbage truck. That I did see yesterday, uh, and I thought it was, I thought it was quite literally one of the most patronizing things I've ever seen you mean his his quote uh, Well, no he he stepped out of the salon to to ming it was like it's like the queen of england having to be told you have to go out and meet normal people you can't continue to just waste away your days in in the palace you must you must uh you must meet the ordinary people of of england and and, and so she has she did and uh here is Fry leaving the salon and putting on the yellow safety jacket of a uh, energy resource recycling agent, field representative and and making the run with him. And uh, maybe it's just me, but it really rubbed me the wrong way. You know, you talk about a theme. I, I'm really liking where are we headed? Uh, I think in the case of the introduction of both mayors, uh, the swearing in of Carter and the introduction of Fry, we really were really seeing where we're headed. Uh, they're both uh, careerists; they've never worked uh, in the private sector to any extent, and they both seem to interpret their role as uh, influencing what they consider to be social justice. And and that the uh, that they wish to guide us in behaviors, and, and it's obviously too early. <laughs> We're only a day in, and and no one intends to be unreasonable and say uh, anything untoward. They haven't done anything yet, right. and and all you can do is root root for the best, but. You know, Carter even had to invoke slavery, for God's sakes, because uh, he dragged up the third verse of the Star-Spangled Banner. Remember that when we yep. we had it as a power-washing example that the, uh, the Star-Spangled Banner is thought to be racist because the third verse, which is never sung, uh, contains the word slave, and there's some historical dispute about what that's in reference to. And, you know, minimum wage... Uh, I, I just I'm I'm struggling because I'm thinking I no longer want to pay attention. Uh it's up to a younger generation to worry about this. But where we're headed is we're electing people who intend to rule from the salon and what they wish to pass down to us uh are their own senses of virtue. And for I- this guy in Minneapolis to uh, to take a trash route. Well, let me let me well, even correct you there. Or, or help me, or straighten me out if I'm on the wrong path.
4: <sighs> well, it's even worse. I was just sent a direct message that said he was on an organics recycling truck, oh, much more precious than a regular garbage I truck. I guess so. I guess so. But, the, I, I Joe, it's funny that you say that, because when I saw that yesterday, too, that footage, I said to myself... Why is it that they feel the need to always uh, be by the uh, the the poor or a
3: champion of? Well, first of all, okay, continue, and I'll uh, I, I, I,
4: I guess that was a, why do they always need to be a champion of the poor? Uh, we embrace the poor. We don't want anybody to go hungry. We we can educate everybody, but there's also a greater population that also can help the poor, and that's the private. Let me sector. let me
3: let me rephrase it for you. Okay. Uh, it wasn't so much that Fry thought he was mingling with the poor. Those are uh, union jobs driving those trucks in Minneapolis, and, and I would imagine they fare pretty well mm-hmm. given their health and their benefits and their salaries and whatever. So it wasn't so much that he was uh, uh, a mingling with, with uh, a certain socioeconomic aspect of the community. It was more to the point that he— uh, he was trying to round out his own sense of himself. He's never done anything like that. He's never he's never done anything except rule from the salon and run marathons. And uh, it's it's ironic. Both uh, both Carter and Fry are, are great uh, track athletes. Mm-hmm. They're both they're both runners and uh, and I was just struck so uh, I was just struck so solidly by the fact that we're seeing it with each passing election. The people who end up in office uh, have no idea about the actual workings of commerce and free enterprise and okay. entrepreneurship. they They think that they're there uh, to temper that, to control it, to uh, to steer it to better uses than it than it has. And we're just really a long, 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 long way. The, the barn door has long been open on the citizen legislator uh, who uh, w- is willing to make the sacrifice, uh, go and serve his city because he or she happens to really love it and want it to succeed. And what we're doing is we keep finding more and more people and willingly putting them in office when really what they are is rulers from the salon and they, they wish to pass down on you. Whether whether or not you should use a paper bag at the grocery store, uh, it's just it's not uh, their, that's not their role. But that's what the role is now. We've we've changed, and uh, you're going to see it more and more with each passing. Uh, who, who God only knows what the future will bring. Where are we headed? You learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design.
2: Here's Joe Suchere. I I'd love to talk to the
3: callers, but it's uh, it would be unreasonable to put them on now because of time constraints. I can so you, maybe huh? the director of social media can ask them if they wish to uh, hang on as we get into the second hour. Uh, they both have comments on... You're uh, getting
4: the thumbs up from the... Uh...
3: The introduction of the two new mayors, mm-hmm. uh, Melvin Carter Jr. in St. Paul and Jacob Fry in Minneapolis. Uh, Isn't it Melvin Carter the third? I'm sorry, did I say junior? Yes. It's the the third, third, I believe. Fifteen hundred I know you knew that. ESPN is KSTP Saint Paul, Minneapolis. Thank God. It's uh, five degrees. We'll be back in just a moment.